0: What? <laughs>
1: Right, guys, it's so this time we're to step the ring with the greatest faction in podcast history, Jess figure Wrestling, the JFW Podcast, hosted by Travis State.
2: And I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle.
1: Nubby, uh it, it it's weird. It's weird to think that uh there wasn't a whole lot happening for our episode here tonight. Um <clears throat> other than uh Powell having their show last weekend. Apparently, Paul happens to show up this coming weekend. For some reason, I thought it was the following weekend. Uh, really, Rocket Pro is the biggest thing we're going to talk about here tonight. Oh, yeah. Uh, we're going to do the predictions on Backlash because that is also happening this Saturday. But I mentioned last week that there's a guest that I'm going to bring on, and he's going to be here in a little bit as soon as we wrap up this whole uh, Backlash predictions and stuff like that. Uh, you yourself, again, total faith Total trust. You yourself also have a guest that you brought with you tonight. I did. So I'm not gonna fucking introduce him because I don't even fucking want him here. But if you <laughs> want to, if you want to introduce him, feel free to do so. Otherwise you can sit there and silence for all I care.
2: <laughs> well, without any further ado, I guess we can call in the three time. Three time, three time, uh, podcast guest of JFW.
3: And with all in a month, this is... This is you. P- oh, on. that's my cue. <laughs> cue.
4: Alright. We're live, pal. Uh, it is PX and I am back on JFW to talk with you guys.
1: No, but you never would have fucking done that, uh, you know, before you became a member of that fucking club. <laughs> it's uh,
4: not a club, it's a way of life. No,
1: it's not. It's barely even a club. It's not even a fucking, uh, social gathering. Bo- oh my god. Anyways, uh, yes, Pac-Man is here from the lovely intoxicated men. Uh, which I'm, I'm fine with. Uh, we are talking about Rocket Pro Wrestling after all and, who knows more about Rocket Pro Wrestling than the uh the fucking Mark who uh doesn't miss a show?
2: Well,
3: Actually have ever. But
2: don't
1: interrupt
3: have you ever, missed
2: one? have you ever missed one Rocket Pro show? Not this season. This is the first year I haven't. Oh, so you have missed one at least. I've Pat. missed
4: a few. I've missed a few. I didn't start going until like right before the pandemic and then we were kind of going on and off last season, but this season we've been there every single show. Gotcha.
1: I'm going to try to help you out here, Pac-Man. Take your glasses and push them up on your nose a little bit. Maybe you'll sound less of a nasally fuck with that shit pinching your nose shut. I blame
4: allergies and no coast. (sighs) They are allergies. They are allergies. I'm allergic to no coast.
1: Well, we're gonna talk about No Coast obviously tonight when we talk about Rocket Pro. Huge card coming up, season finale show happening this Saturday. Um but again I wanna wait for other guests to come on. Uh so there's a more of a relevant discussion for Rocket Pro, uh more um more of a classiness to the episode. Um trying to make it more, you know, undeniable, if you will. Um but before we do any of that, I gotta mention that this episode is brought to you by CarterComics.com. It's your one stop shop for all your comic needs, whether it be graded or raw. Carter Comics has got them all. Go to CarterComics.com, check out all their amazing products, uh, whether again, graded, raw, they got Funko's now, they got a couple of t-shirts, a little more merchandise as they're growing in their store. Fill your card up with all their amazing products, and you can use the discount code FREAKNET, F-R-E-A-K-N-E-T. You'll save 10% on your entire purchase. Now, there are some people out there who love using eBay for purchasing whatever they feel they need to purchase. That's fine. CarterComics.com has four different eBay accounts that they run. You can find links to all of them on their homepage at CarterComics.com. Head over to their eBay pages, find what you want, bid on it, win it, buy it outright, whatever you want to do. Our discount code works over there as well. Again, 10% on your entire order from CarterComics.com. Use the discount code FREAKNET. Discount codes are better than promo codes. And why are they better, uh, Turtle?
2: Because you can use it over and
1: over and over and over. Kind of like me.
2: Over and over and over. Uh Not Joey Roth. Over and
1: over and over. Did I mention over? Exactly. You did, and I'm proud of you. That's right. Our discount code can be used on any purchase from now into the future. Promo codes you use one and done, and Carter Comics wanted to give you guys more. So if you look to purchase something this month, Use the discount code next month, discount code. Following month, discount code. Next year, discount code. Tonight, discount code. 10% off your purchase anytime. Discount code, freaknet, 10%. Go ahead, cartercomics.com. Cartercomics.com is a proud sponsor of Freaknet Studios. <sighs> okay. Uh, Pac-Man, I'm gonna let you experience some amazing uh moments here in jfw by if you feel free uh if you like giving you the option you sit and shut the fuck up or you can participate if you would like to predict along with us for backlash you're more than welcome to
4: i will predict if- along with
1: you guys why not excellent I right, uh i'm just gonna run through this real quick so we got uh matt riddle kevin owens or is it matt yeah matt riddle matt riddle kevin owens and Sami Zayn taking on the bloodline Ooh,
2: I'm gonna go with Riddle and um, Owens and Zane.
4: I'm also gonna go with Riddle Owens and Zane. Riddle.
1: What are you doing? Don't, don't I forgot around. I didn't have a charger. Oh, I scurry around. One second, we don't one second this fucking show. This. This is, this is the greatest fucking co-host in podcast history, folks, right here. One second, I gotta get a fucking plug for my laptop. It's just like a hang on guy. Yeah, yeah. People, People think I'm the fucking horrible person here. Hang on. No, no. People now know that you have to shuffle around and plug fucking laptops in because you don't plan ahead. God, did your mom forget to leave that part on the note that she left you to do dishes? And vacuum the fucking floor, clean up after the dog, and possibly yourself because you look like the kind of person and don't lift the seat when you pee. Correction, you don't need to because you probably sit when you do it. Anyways, uh, I'm I gonna go, do that all. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna go Bloodline.
3: Uh,
1: I th- I think this is gonna. I think this is something that's supposed to help Solo get over because realistically, I don't think there's gonna really be much more because Riddle's obviously got drafted over to Raw. Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, we don't know yet. Bloodline, we obviously know, is on SmackDown minus the Usos. So, realistically, we don't know where everyone's going to end up outside, you know, of Kevin Owens, Sami Zayn, or, you know, the Usos. Because, actually, I still don't know what they're doing as tag team champions-wise. And if they're splitting, having separate teams for separate shows, being separate champions, or what? That obviously hasn't been a decision made yet. Um, but I think this is more for a solo over thing and possibly even... Uh to lead into more solo Sequoia So I'll go bloodline on that. Uh Cody Rhodes versus Brock Lesnar. Pac-Man, you can go first, man. What was that match again?
4: I don't repeat myself. Cody Lesnar.
1: There we I'm go. gonna go Cody. Okay. Uh my turn. Okay. The rotation here, bro. My turn. <clears throat>
3: I'm also gonna go Cody. Uh, Cody. Upset victory.
1: Okay. Uh, SmackDown Women's Champion Rhea Ripley taking on Zelina Vega.
3: I'm
4: gonna go Ripley. Ripley.
1: It's not your turn! Oh. Do neither one of you people know what a rotation is? Do you see how we're doing this? No, I do. We're good. Just staring at you fucking people. You're just the same damn person. (laughs) Goofy facial hair glasses smirking. Uh. I'll put it down anyways. Uh, Pac-Man wants Ripley. Turtle?
2: I want Ripley. Okay. Not just to win.
1: I mean, who fucking doesn't, right? (laughs) Seth freaking Rollins versus almost for some reason. Go ahead, Turtle.
3: Uh shit! I
2: don't even know the story behind that.
1: There's um, no story. They just made the fucking match. There's no, no story.
2: So, even Seth like
1: Rollins is yeah. Even Seth is like why? I
2: will go with Seth Rollins. I mean, there's, yeah. there's no way they're doing anything with almost. Yeah, Pac Man. Gonna go with almost. Oh, there we go.
1: Uh, I went with South Africa rounds. Uh, U.S. Championship: Austin Theory, Bronson Reed, Bobby Lashley, Pac-Man?
3: I'm going to say Bobby Lashley. I'm going to go with Bobby Lashley too. Uh, I'm going with Theory.
1: Uh, Raw Women's Championship match: Bianca Belair vs. Eel Sky.
3: Uh, I'm gonna go Bianca. Turtle. Bianca. Pac-Man? Bianca.
1: Hi, right, finally, Bad Bunny versus Damian Priest. Turtle.
2: <laughs> it's such a goopy match. Yeah. Bad bad Bunny. Fuck yeah, it is. Pac-Man. Bad Bunny. Yeah, I'm wrong with
1: Bad Bunny, too. Useless pay-per-view. <sighs> okay. That was fucking painless. Let's see if my other guest is ready yet. Nah. Uh, well, talk about POW. Let's get that done. We don't have the uh, results. That's on them. Well, we can run through the match card here real quick. Oh, if you want the results, go to their podcast. Oh, ooh, ooh, ooh. All right, they go fucking to uh, what the fuck they called, fucking Hillwhackers show or whatever. Yeah, Hill Jack. Oh. Yeah. Oh, Jack. All right.
2: <laughs> all right. So, Powdertainment Entertainment has a show this coming Saturday. The sign all is the same night as Rocket Pro, but I know there's people out there.
3: They have their taste. That's fine. And there's people that just don't want to travel. So, if
2: you're not looking to drive out to Joliet, which I don't know why you wouldn't, it's why not? Um, American Legion Post, uh, 703 North Route 12 in Fox Lake. So, if you're in the area of Fox Lake, Wisconsin, whatnot, go to Powell if you want, if you don't want to travel. Doors open at six PM, bell time is seven. Uh general mission tickets are in advance for fifteen dollars via their Facebook page by clicking the link. Um front row is sold out. What else is new? You can never get a front row seat up there anymore. A pow? Yeah.
1: Oh when you have fucking sixteen front row seats you
2: kinda of sell out pretty fucking quick. And then, um, yeah, uh, there was a, at that moment of writing this note, uh, there were 125 seats left. So mm. who knows if there's any more left after writing this down, but you can always find out. Um, uh, all right, let's do this. Uh, oh, by the way, this is the last stop before road. Well, it's the last stop on the road to Summer Explosion.
3: Which takes place in June. Um, Midwest titles on the line
2: is the fans lumberjack match. The fans get to be lumberjacks. But you have to pay to be a lumberjack. Uh there's a a what? Yeah. It's a special thing where you pay $10 to be a lumberjack. (laughs) (laughs)
3: Um,
2: At the point, at the moment. Hold on,
3: hold on, hold on, hold on.
1: So there's going to be fucking fans Mm -hmm. technically working the show. In a way being booked. In to be way. lumberjacks. we are going to pay the
3: company to work the show. Yes. Fucking brilliant. Because well, they, probably still, know. they probably still got to buy a ticket. Uh I think so.
2: You want to know brilliant. I'll ask, when we get off the air, I'll tell you an interesting story that is related to that. But I don't want to say it on the air. Because I don't want the backlash on it. Um uh there's eight spots left as i at the moment I wrote this down. Mm-hmm. Um so it's for the Midwest title, Kazile versus Mason Perks. Uh Kazlee's still the Midwest champion defending the title. Um for the Powell Heavyweight title. Hunter Payne, the Powell Heavyweight champion. Uh
3: we'll be taking on Tommy McCobb Not McCobbry McCobb. I even took out the re when I
2: wrote this down. Um, Paulie Tomaselli, our fa- one of our favorite Tomasellis, will be taking on Jason Dukes. Heroes of Our Times will be taking on Sean Priest and Acid Jazz. We all know Acid Jazz. Hot chocolate. Um, there will be a Keys to the Kingdom Qualifier Royal. Mm-hmm. Um Noise Booze and Tattoos, which is Scott Spade and Rough Crossing, taking on the Revolution of Jimmy Blaze and Eric Freedom. The IPA will be taking on the Mass Marauder and Xavier Defaults And then Trog the Caveman, who I played um caveman in the middle with late recently, <laughs> will be taking on frontman Jay Scott. Nice. That is your card for the upcoming POW, uh, last stop on the road to Summer Explosion. Awesome. Again, that is 703 North Route 12 in Fox Lake. Doors open at 6, bow time is 7. General mission tickets are 15 in advance on via the Facebook page.
1: And voila. Perfect. Alright, I'm gonna try doing this. I pray to God doesn't screw up the recording, but, uh, we'll sure as hell give it a shot.
2: Working on the fly.
3: Yeah, uh,
1: yeah, let's find out.
4: Can
1: we do a little, little drum roll? Yeah, something like that. I don't know what the hell's going on. God, I'm gonna screw this up, but we sure as hell, uh, we'll find out.
2: You went over here, you went over there. I'm still up there. Good old technology. Um
1: Yeah, so Yeah, I'm not sure. I all I know is because because Skype used to be so much fucking simpler. And I don't I just don't fucking know how well this will fucking work. Uh because as as
2: he, he was added.
1: Yeah. Really so he's showing, he's showing he should pop in. Because as a, as, as I mean unavailable, all oh, the motherfuckers said he was available. Because <coughs> right now it says, uh, it's still showing to stop recording on Skype, but it's not, it's not counted out anymore, so I don't, I don't fucking know. But, um Wow, uh, you guys talk amongst yourselves for a minute. Let me get this figured out. Let's see, let's see how let's see how good of a co-host you really are, Pac Man. Got it. Yeah. You
4: got so, any news?
1: I'm already fucking bored of you.
4: <laughs> so, um, I do have news actually. So before Rocket Pro on Saturday. Um, they will be hosting Fan Access, which is an additional $5 added on to your ticket. Whoa,
1: whoa, whoa, whoa. We're not talking about Rocket Pro yet until my guest gets here. Oh, oh,
4: I'm getting ahead of it. I was very excited. I had news.
1: Oh. Uh, it was related. You got news, you got news that we're already going to talk about. God, you fucking failure. You said news. No No wonder. No wonder you're sent to the basement. Hey, that was the only unit
4: that was available when I read it.
1: Well, let me ask you a question, then, as I'm still trying to get this all figured out. How come how come Liam doesn't sit front row at Rocket Pro? Good question. Um, usually, I know, they, I know it's a good question because I'm fucking good at this.
4: So, usually they are reserved first. We usually do it for like special occasions, um, but we, you know, uh typically like to sit further in the back. Don't want to necessarily, like, be the center of attention. We want to be loud, but we don't want to, like, take away from anything going on in the ring.
3: Mm. So you don't want to be like the Rocket Boys? No comment. Or uh White Girl
4: Wasted, for that matter. Definitely not White Girl Wasted. I won't say no comment for that. Oh, fuck.
1: fuck Santino, bro.
4: He's just something else. <clears throat> And he doesn't listen to the show, Travis. I took care of that for you while you were gone the other week you were gone.
1: I had you tell him to go fuck himself? I sure did. Yeah, because I sure as I sure as i listen to his fucking little, you know. little videos he put on Facebook. I don't know why it looks like that dude always has to take a shit every time he fucking makes videos. But it's like God damn, bro, quit clenching your fucking jaw and just fucking talk.
2: So DC, our guest said DC
3: Shaw." what? Our,
2: our our guest said that he's it's
3: updating. Uh, classy.
2: It's a classy update.
3: Uh, classy fucking update. Well, is um, there any,
2: um, any LIM news?
4: Uh, any LIM the news? The um, the so, I will say this. We may have an announcement coming up, but, we need people's help. We promised that 200 likes and 200 follows. By the end of Kicks on sixty six, and we'll make a major announcement the next day on May 7th. So be sure to like us on Facebook at the lovely Intoxicated Men, uh, Rocket Pro Wrestling Superfans. Uh, we need nine more likes. We are almost there, and we're not going to be able to make this announcement without anybody's help.
1: So give us a like. I'm going to wait till you get to 200, and I'm going to unlike your fucking page. That's rude. <laughs> Just so sort it of drops down to 199 again.
4: Hey, didn't I hear you were like a top fan of us or something?
1: I'm a top fan of fucking anything that's wrestling. <clears throat> Probably not a top fan of yours lately with all the stupid shit you guys are posting.
4: A stupid shit? No, we never post stupid shit.
1: Rumor, major name, maybe at RPW, kicks on 66. What the fucking owner? Ooh. Well,
4: here's the thing. He might go to it.
1: He might. He always he said might. that.
4: Yeah. You know, there's it, it's big rumor and innuendo that Bill Shelley, maybe at Rocket Pro Wrestling, kicks on 66.
1: Wrestle a clean match or draw 25?
4: That was Tony Gabagool. You're ripping on your favorite member of the LIM. I just remember to-
1: when you could do, you could dunk a cookie in frosting.
4: Tony Gabagool.
1: Ryan uh, Ryan Skills parks his car. Okay, that one was me. That was funny. Clearly, clearly, <laughs> it's it was,
4: easy. It's so it's probably,
1: easy. It's probably true. Who knew that the Gila monster has met the Beatles? Yeah,
4: because coat rack. It, You know, it's the coat rack now.
2: So, the
1: guest says
2: try again. Did you tell that train to shut
1: up? Shut up, train! What the hell? Are you a hobo or some shit?
4: How'd you know I was... The basement is secretly a boxcar this whole time. I just didn't want to tell you guys. You got me.
1: Yeah, well... (laughs) Remind me uh remind me when uh, we're done recording I can tell you an inappropriate uh story uh about trains. It's fucking fun. Uh, uh, <laughs>
2: okay. <laughs> you know, speaking of stories, I can If tell it, it I
1: if, if it wasn't 2023, I'd 100% tell it, but I don't want to be
2: canceled and shit. All right. Fair. So here here's a here's a good one. So the other night I slept through drag racing down my block.
1: So it's just a bunch of dudes in dresses running around.
2: No, not that ah. kind. Of, not not that kind of drag. What the hell? <laughs> what um, the hell? What the can- hell, Bobby? <laughs> now we're canceled. So they were at this church, which is now known It is not a regular Catholic church anymore. It is a mosque, and. For some reason, these people, um, just regular old random people decided to do some donuts and, um, you know, skid marks and everything all in the church, drive over people's lawns, and I slept right through that shit. It's
3: right down the block. How, How did I sleep through it? Usually I can wake up to that. Well, maybe from
1: being sick and, you know, hanging out at fucking Six Flags.
4: Yeah, that'll do it. Did you see, uh, Mr. Six while you were there? No. I miss him. Who? The old man that used to dance during the Six Flags commercials. Get on the, he drove the bus, picked up everybody, took him to Six Flags, like a nice, like grandpa, you know?
1: You mean, yeah. Do you know that that was a woman?
4: Was it? Yeah. I didn't know that.
1: It, it, it was a woman portraying an old man dancing.
4: I never knew that.
1: Right, right. Childhood fucking ruined. You You learn something new every day. You can Google it if you don't believe me. This is
4: exclusive content. You can only get on just freaking wrestling.
1: The JFW podcast. Um, right, well, why, so why is he, why is, listen. Listen, you don't question, you don't question him. He'll I do am, a no. shit. Oh, come on. Shit. How, uh, uh,
2: you know, I, I'm gonna be cool, I'm gonna be cool about this. He is my boss and I
1: love him very much. Cause he's a great guy. Classiest man in rocket pro, re- well, fucking classiest man in all of pro wrestling. Mr. Undeniable himself, Damien Saint is here. What are we drinking there, buddy? Miller G. Oh, fucking classy. Fucking classy. What are you drinking, Nubby? Water? Water. Yeah. Pac Man. Fucking old style.
2: Old style. Yeah. What are you drinking?
1: Uh Arnold Palmer. Good man. So I'm
2: the only one only one that's drinking alcohol tonight.
1: No, it's uh no, it's just tea and lemonade. Oh. The idea of doing this show early enough today was to get to the gym as soon as we're done and at least get an hour of cardio and shit in. <clears throat> but I'm not going to... to take Let me set the
5: camera because I realize I'm not centered. Dude, I
1: got, I got all the time in the world for you. No problem. Take your fucking time. Fucking Pac-Man's over here fucking crushing it. At least he's, he's doing
0: good. good. Yeah. <clears throat>
1: Is that beer number two there, Pac-Man?
4: Trace, I had another with dinner.
1: I know they got meetings for people like you.
4: Yeah, we go to wrestling shows.
1: (laughs) Okay, Rocket Pro Wrestling is this Saturday. Uh, Nubby, I'm not going to take away any things that you do, so go ahead and mention start time, location, and all that stuff. We'll start there at least.
2: Alright, um, if I can get to the right page. Up. Oh, how's
1: Bells? Guys, we're joined by Damien Saint, uh, General Manager of Rocket Pro Wrestling, a dear friend of mine. One dude who's truly classy, and that's undeniable. And, uh, you, you know Pac-Man's here. So, okay, go ahead, Turtle.
2: Alright, um, so, this Saturday, uh, April? Not April. We're in May
1: now, aren't we? God damn. We're in May. Holy crap. Where is, no, is, your boss, is your boss making you nervous there, buddy? A little bit. Is it is. <laughs> it's
5: knife and fork. you think about cook you and eat some turtle soup? I saw
2: that Gosh, one Soup sounds really good right now. I haven't had
5: that in a
2: while. Yeah. I'll be sure to stay away from you so I don't become turtle soup. Alright. So, May the 6th. Is this Saturday, and it's Rocket Pro Wrestling Presents, Kicks on 66. Now before the show even begins, before do- doors even open, there's a special fan access starting at noon at St. Joe's Park, 700 Theodore Street. Now, it's only five bucks to get into fan access. You can hang out with the wrestlers, the staff, the GM, uh, the LIM will be there. The Power Hour. Um, half of the JFW will be there. Or all of JFW.
1: That's not what I'm doing JFW. Saturday yet. I don't know yet. Uh,
2: so it'll be a surprise if you show
1: well, up. Here's, here's the one thing I'll tell you, Nubby. I don't like people.
2: Oh, we know that.
1: I mean, every time I associate with people, I get people like fucking Pac-Man. You know, I'd, uh, I... Hey, I consider that class half full. I uh I you know, back in the day I used to enjoy, you know, talking to fans, people running up to me like, Hey, aren't you uh travesty? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I am and then I went to a Rocket Pro show, met this fucking mess, and uh now I'm telling you know, fucking children to fuck themselves. So uh I mean realistically I uh awesome fucking show, awesome fucking wrestling. Fans on the other hand, I don't know. It's just like it, I, I just never knew that you could fit so many mouth breathers into one fucking building until I seen Rocket Boys, White Girl Wasted, LIM. But uh I, I'm definitely gonna be at the show. I just haven't figured out what capacity I'm going to be at the show. Mm. That's a discussion between me and Damon. We're, we're we're talking.
2: All right. Well, I hope I look forward to it. Whatever you're gonna do.
1: Well, you're gonna be there. You got your own table, right? You're gonna put out your merch. I'm gonna put out my merch. I'm hoping to have
2: on new pictures.
1: Right. So, pack, man can buy a new one.
4: Yeah, you ripped mine, Travis. You don't have
1: forgotten, <laughs> right? Well, it's only three freaking dollars. So, What's that? Should you you refund?
4: All sales final. I didn't even get a refund. You didn't even give me my three freaking dollars back. Wow! I, mean, I, I had to think about it. I mean, Damn realistically, no you don't get a
5: refund.
1: Wow! You got, you got about two dollars and eighty cents worth of it back. So, I mean, realistically, you're fine.
5: I mean, girl, come on! I can go to a liquor store, get out the door, drop a six pack by pure accident, walk back in, and nine out of ten, because she's going to see what happened, and goes just grab another six pack. You couldn't give a new picture. You
4: couldn't give a refund? He just, what, sat
5: there
4: with, oh, you backpack? Man. He did that, actually. Turtle. Well, wait a minute. I thought Travis did that, the not Turtle. This, right. is, the world we, I this, this is the world
1: we live in. This is the world we live in. I destroy the pitcher, you're the bad guy. Yeah,
2: that's <laughs> how it always happens. I'm the bad guy no matter what. Um, but yeah, uh, from noon to f- noon, what the fuck. Noon to four PM to fan access whole thing. Um is there anything else that um that's gonna be coming up during this access, Mr. GM? Like anything special? <clears throat> Hate to interrupt your steak.
3: Yeah, why
5: don't but, you wait no, for me? It's, t- it's alright. I'm here on your time. Yeah So one of the just, thing I do first seeing is I'm actually gonna hold a couple of press conferences. About some of the matches, I kind of want the fans to kind of get more uh, in-depth look of how much the people locker room hate each other. True,
2: yeah, we do hate each other.
1: (laughs) Well, definitely. I mean, it makes money,
5: baby. It makes money. Yeah,
1: I mean, if if you're a fan of rock and roll wrestling, you've seen the uh, the shows at least in the last three or four months. a lot of, a lot of uh, tension has been happening between a lot of people, and obviously some of those matches are going to, you know, a lot of those feuds and stuff may come to an end here as we go through the match card and everything, but, I mean, obviously the biggest one is the uh, idols versus, you know, Steve and Shelley, you know, that kind of blew up last month, and, um but, I mean, you know, you look at, you look at, uh, you know, Aaron Stone and, you know, all the, you know, shit that he's been, you know, you know, the, all the problems he's been causing. Excuse me? Aaron Stone causing problems. Oh,
5: okay. Aaron Stone causing problems.
1: Yeah. I thought
5: he said something yeah. else. I, I
1: wasn't sure. Oh, no. Come on. I've been there. I've seen him. He's just he's been, he's been put, you know, inputting himself into nonsense. And, you know, he's mad that I, he has to. He came out interrupting. me.
5: About, well, I want to talk about the Duke of Ben Access. But yeah. no, no, no. Aaron Stone had to come out and interrupt the good old GM.
1: Yeah, it's rude. Completely unacceptable. But yes, please, fan please. access. What? Well, Are you gotta say something, sir.
2: No, I said please
1: continue. Oh, thank you. Yeah, fan access. Uh, that starts at noon. Is that correct? Yes. Yep. So that starts at noon. Show starts at four. Or door The, the regular doors open at four.
2: Bell time is still five. Gotcha. Um, I guess I, I should. uh Put this in more context, um you can go to fan access uh and you can purchase your tickets for the show early on um and be part of fan access altogether um so if you buy a front row ticket and get into fan access, that'll be twenty five dollars for general remission. It'll be twenty, but if you don't go to fan access. Just go into the show, then the ticket prices are at the normal price. So it'll be front row 20, uh, 20 bucks and then general mission 15. Gotcha. Well, I got, so really, you're
1: adding five bucks
2: if you go to fan access.
1: I got to believe with us being, <clears throat> I'm sorry, about five days out now from, uh, from RPW, front row seat got to be, uh, almost sold out.
2: Uh, not really, because they don't do it in advance.
5: We don't do advance sales, but we do advance reservations.
1: Yeah, 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 that's what I meant, yeah.
5: So So usually buy show day, we'd already been having front row reserve for probably two, three weeks already.
1: Yeah, because I remember there was one time I was looking to get a front row seat and they were all taken, and I respect that. I was like, you know what, Damien, that's fine. I came in late. Uh I close to the point where I didn't even have a seat, but luckily uh Steve wasn't using his. So uh I was able to uh I was able to grab one, so that was completely sure. cool. <laughs> um Pac-Man, um I'm 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 going to be fair here. I saw something uh online that you're going to have some big mass uh cult uh initiation thing happening.
4: So What Travis is referring to is the special LIM induction, a.k.a. the lovely intoxicated tailgate. We're going to be inducting Chet Gunderson, long-awaited induction of Chet Gunderson into the LIM on top of several other Rocket Pro Wrestling staff, as well as Chelsea Gunderson. Now, we may have additional inductees during the lovely intoxicated tailgate, you just have to come and find out. And if you go to the lovely intoxicated tailgate, just know that the, that it's gonna be lit. Yeah,
2: that sounds like a lie. So, you mean to tell me I was inducted before Chet? You were inducted before
4: Chet? You were inducted? Yes, you were.
3: Mm-hmm. Huh?
4: But okay, Chet was go. kidnapped.
5: I knew there'd be a bot. Yeah, there's a always a butt. Yeah. That I means he didn't want to be conducted first, Turtle. Well, here's the but thing. That's what means, is, you know, if Chet was there at time, it would have been Turtle. But since Chet was gone, I guess we can go with Turtle. You know, Turtle, you deserve better than that.
1: 100%. You deserve
5: more respect than that from fans.
1: Especially as an RPW champion.
3: Can I offer a rebuttal? No. Turtle, can I offer a
4: rebuttal? No.
3: No. no well, you think it's a goddamn it, democracy kid? Yeah, come
0: on.
1: Yeah. Well, you're it, you're, it's you're one point away yeah. from being oh, removed. Can I offer a rebuttal? All all I know is that, okay, all I know is, is that you're putting on this glamorous fucking induction for Gunderson and his daughter. All, all Turtle got was just a Facebook video. Why wasn't he, why wasn't he you know, brought to this big, uh, internet? I don't want, I don't want your reasoning, so we're fine. I'm just gonna keep putting shit out there in the world. So. But, the questions. <laughs> that's how I live my life here, bro. This is what happens when you fucking host a podcast. You can do shit like that. You can tell you your guests to sh- You tell your guests to shut up. I've done that several times. It's amazing. The power I wield is ridiculous. But. I want to dive into the matches because there are quite a few matches that we want to talk and I do want to do a little deep dive. Obviously, we're having Damien Saint here, the general manager of Rocket Pro Wrestling, one of the most undeniable, classiest guys I've ever fucking met in my life, and then this other kid. Um I want to get your views and opinions on all these matches and everything, so uh Turtle, if you got the match card in front of you, let's we'll start from the beginning and work our way through this.
2: All right, Um right, I'm going to go out of order because that's what I can do because it's my segment um, Turtle I, Turtle,
1: You you could have not said that and nobody would have Known that I'm Nobody just, knows the order of the Matches
2: If they go to the website they do
1: Who even knows if that's going to be the proper order
2: I'm just saying I'm talking the order That I wrote it down I don't care how you wrote
1: it down just read it
2: I'm going to I'll
1: fewer wor- Fewer words mean more
2: Less is look, more. I look know. at I'm, Pat.
1: I have never liked Pat more than I have in the last forty-five seconds because he has not said one fucking word.
5: Hey, how about now?
1: Shut the <laughs> fuck up! I was waiting
5: for that. All this right. man
1: is trying to eat. Don't ruin his fucking meal.
3: Well, I'm gonna I'm gonna start off hot because
2: okay. I know I, I, I want to make Travis smile with this one. Because a certain somebody is part of this. Perfect. Um, it's the fans bring the weapons match, which features No Coast versus No Coast, and Travis's favorite person is in the middle of it. Or actually, the reason for this to happen, I guess.
1: I just want her to yell at me once. Just, just, once. To, just to know, just to remember what love is like. <laughs> um. So. Uh, fans bring the weapons.
2: God, I swear, if I see one light tube, I am going off this thing. Um, no coast versus no coast, uh, Joey Blues and Brian Grazer versus DC Shaw and Trayvon Wolf. Um, this is a long time coming. Um, is it going to end after this? And
1: who's going to win? Who's going to die? Really. I thought I thought there was some stipulation that was made that like the loser can no longer be called no coast or something like that, or did I just misinterpret that from somewhere?
5: Nothing I
1: know of. Okay. Maybe okay. I just
5: pay to no coast.
1: Yeah. yeah. <laughs> maybe I just thought it, but uh obviously having the general manager here, uh, quick question for you, sir. Um what was the importance of approving a match like this? I mean, we've we've all been around wrestling we all know how bad weapon matches could go. I mean, this one seems a little bit not you know, a little bit safer cuz uh Santino's bringing toilet paper, Pac-Man's packing kazoo's and shit. But uh <clears throat> we've always seen, you know, the worst of what these matches could do. So what what's the mindset in allowing something like this to happen?
5: The mindset is I've never been the biggest Eric Bischoff fan, but I have believed in one thing he's always said, which is controversy creates cash. Ooh,
1: solid quote. Solid. I'm
5: not the biggest hardcore fan because mm. growing up, I understood how ECW was. With ECW, you had some regular matches, but you also had a lot of hardcore matches. Unfortunately, right. you do a hardcore match week after week after week after week, you can only go so far until you literally kill someone. So for no-coast versus no-coast, and have all the fans come around and start bringing weapons so they can beat the holy hell out of each other from all work entertainment, if the fans want to see them bleed, they'll bring something. If they want to see one of them get hurt, they'll bring something. I'm more interested in what the fans are going to bring. All
1: right. Well, I'm, I'm guessing they're probably going to bring their best cookie sheets. Maybe that one chair that they have, uh, to sit on at dinner time next to their TV trays. Pac-Man, uh, your, your home looks like a clutter fuck of garbage. Uh, you could probably bring what, I'm assuming that's a coffee pot back there. No, I need that. Yeah. I
4: need, I need caffeine in the morning. Yeah. Well,
1: what, uh, what, what kind of weapons is, uh, LIM plan on bringing? Can you, can you share that with us?
4: So you already said something about the kazoos.
1: Saw all so, the kazoos, yeah.
4: That's here's my thought process behind it, right? So <laughs> kazoos, they make noise, right? So let's say
1: no. that's literally that's literally all a kazoo does. No, hold on, get me stuff. out here.
4: So D C Shaw. You know
1: what chairs do? It gives you a seat.
4: True. But here's the thing. Here's the thing with kazoos. So you have worse than one kazoo. <laughs> all right, you're We're getting there, we're getting there. So, Wolf in one ear, Sean the other ear, and then it completely destroys their equilibrium.
3: It makes perfect sense. It makes them a little dizzy. Boom.
5: Hold on. Guys, let me address this one. You're going to use kazoos to disrupt the equilibrium. So they are a little bit dizzy. Do you understand a goddamn thing about the human body, you dumb son of a bitch? Holy shit! How the hell did you pass high school? How the hell the woman even touched you? You know, it's probably a guy, and I don't know who it was. It was probably Chet, for all I know. <laughs> but anyway, you two can play your kazoo's, do whatever the hell you want. But enough of the goddamn kazoo's. Turtle, next goddamn match.
1: Oh, real, real quick, real quick, Damon, Can 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 I throw a pun out there? Oh, wow. That weapon blows. (laughs) Uh, Okay. I don't like you, but I appreciated that. (coughs) Oh, turtle's dying. Okay, next match. What do we got? Woo! Um, uh, A strap match. Uh, Bucky Collins versus Christian Rose. Yeah, this, uh, this from a couple months ago, I believe, is when, uh, they actually, uh, face each other. Uh, cause last month was, uh, Pac-Man's dad. Taking a mic dad, flash. Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Strap match is a solid choice. Love, love strap matches. Now, is this a strap match where it's really just strapped together for a pin or the four corner touch? You
5: know, I really have not decided yet. Maybe I'll decide to off.
1: Right? Maybe you have to do both. Just make it more no. complicated. No? No. Mm, Take cool. more time. Yeah, that's classy. Classy response. Look at this fucking dude crush. Yeah, you know, I, I don't care what
5: time the fans get home, but I care about what time I get home, and earlier really really the better.
1: That's true. And I do, I do gotta say I do love how Skype divided and put us with you know the right people. I think that's wonderful. Especially with blue, blue,
4: black, black. That's right. We're like right. a dysfunctional Brady bunch.
1: Right. <laughs> Amazing hair, other.
2: It's not what it looks like out, no out hair on the real really. side though.
1: Yeah. Right? Throwing it out. You guys just you guys look like is nutty. It's like it's like, it's like a, Turtle and his weird nephew that he has to hang out with because you know his fucking sister asked him to because he has no real friends. Take just take Pac-Man to the park, please. Next. <laughs> Anyone? Anyway, uh, anyone? uh, else got to say about the Shrek match? No. Cool. Next match. Um. All right. Outer
2: limits. Two out of three falls match. Gunnar Brave versus Connor
5: Hopkins.
1: When was this match booked? It was like two or three months ago, right? The challenge made
5: when Connor made the challenge. Gotcha.
1: Gotcha. Cause I'm I'm trying to figure out. Because obviously I I I missed a couple shows here and there. Was that the same night where he had like that false count Anywords match, or whatever, that extreme rules match, or whatever?
3: Or was it the following month? Hmm. Right. Uh, I got out the match with Eric Dillinger.
1: I think so. Yeah, where he went through, like that barbed wire like door frame. That
4: was February.
5: So it would have been. March.
1: March. So, the month after. Gotcha. Now, I saw something posted on Rocket Pro where uh, Gunnar Brave hasn't been, hasn't lost a singles match in over 900 days. Is that correct?
2: Yeah. God. And uh, what, Outer Limits champion for about 500 now, maybe?
1: Oh, all good things come to an end eventually. I believe over
5: 500 now.
1: See, that's the
2: one thing I don't think I could do as a champion. I don't think I like count the days because you could sit there and count the days all you want. I think it's more important to count the title defenses. And I mean, to me, you could be a champion for a thousand days, but how many times did
1: you defend the title? Well, I mean, Max Howard, was the longest reigning SCW heavyweight champion all through the pandemic. And I don't care how many matches he defended and won it. The fact is he held it. That's the weird thing when it comes to independent wrestling, bro. I mean, like, you get a show once a month. So you hold a, you hold a title for 500 days, you're looking at what? At the most 15, 16 title defenses, give or take.
5: I, I think at most, if you're running more
1: than once a month. Yeah, you know, and I, a lot I don't know a lot of companies that are going to be like, oh, yeah, you're my champion here, but you could defend it at another show. You know, that kind of goes, in, that coincides with what we talked about last week, about how, you know, companies instead of wanting to help each other, they want to, you know, you know, belittle and destroy each other, which doesn't make sense to me. But can you imagine how much more value championship belts will have if you were to defend it at other companies, like, like if the ARW heavyweight champion was defended at DWA or, you know, shit like that, you know, we've seen it a little bit with POW and SCW, but, you know, it's like, like I said, I mean, 500 some days is, you know, less, it's roughly around a year and a half, maybe a little bit less. So you're looking at the most, you know, yeah, like 18 POW defenses if it's every single month.
2: I just so. look at it differently because when I, <clears throat> won my first title, which was the Battle Royal title I know. Some people think, oh, it's just the Battle Royal, who cares? It Battle Royals are hard to do sometimes. What? But the point is like I won the title in November of 2018. We did not have a show in December. So I didn't defend it until January and I the had uh defended it about four or five more times after that. Until I got injured and had to give it up, but I just rather count the title defenses and if they were successful or not. I don't believe in counting days, months, years. To me, that's just no. That's just crazy.
1: But the days make it mean more, man. Because when when you look at okay, so you look at the fact that he's held the top for 500 days. That means the dude never got injured for over a year and a half, to where he has to forfeit a title. Uh, Obviously, it's at the. you know, the tile defenses are, you know, determined by the guy who makes the match cards. Now, uh, I think it was in December where uh Gunnar Bray was the fourth man in that eight-man tag match. Well, he didn't defend the title then. He was in another match. So there's other things that, you know, sometimes champions have to do. I get So, that. He, so yeah, so if he said to and like, oh, if I was champion for a year and a half, I only had four title defenses. Well then, you know it's not the fault of the champion. It's the, the determination of the guy who makes the card.
2: Oh, I, the guy, I understand
1: that. Yeah. So, but when you look at the days and everything, I mean, like, do you want Gunnar Braid to go around? I was like, yeah, I fucking I I defend this title four times, but I held it for fifteen hundred days. You know,
2: It's just me. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. Or it's like it's like you. you were the Battle
1: royal, You're the battle royal champion for how long? Five months or whatever. Um. I think seven months total. Seven months, and how many? How how many times did you defend in those seven months? Uh,
3: well, no, like six, I think.
1: No. Six. Okay, so do you no go in? The, so do you go out there and say, "Hey, I won six matches," or "Hey, I beat one hundred and twenty people"? We
2: we'll, we'll look at it that way. It's See different. the the it's the different. bigger
1: number. The bigger number means more, though.
5: Turtle, think about it this way. If you're in the streets of Chicago and you're about to get mugged at night, you have two pockets. One pocket, $100 bill. The other pocket, $50, but they're all singles. The robber chooses one pocket.
3: W- which one do you think he's going to go for? The bigger what, because he thinks there's going to be more money. Mm-hmm.
1: But I am excited for this match. I think it's going to be a good one. Uh I think looking at the numbers, though, I mean, like I said, sometimes things come to an end. If Gunner could win it, hey, fantastic. But...
5: Look, let's be honest. Gunner is extremely talented at what he does. I'm not the biggest fan of him. He has a little bit of attitude. He's a little cocky time. And hell, when I became general manager, he thought it was okay to take the microphone on my damn hand. But...
1: What a, what a monster.
5: Regardless of that... Talented, yes. Quick, yes. Resourceful, yes. But let's also look at the opposite side of the ring. Look at Connor Hawkins. The man is slowly going up the ranks, one by one by one by one. And what did the man do? He just went out there and challenged Gunnar brave to a match. Yep. Because he kept winning and winning and winning.
1: And he us. Mm-hmm. Pac-Man, you excited for this match? This one is
4: going to probably steal the show, I think. Um, I think they're going to have a great match. And, you know, it's very hard to see, like, either man losing because both have been so dominant. Um, but, I mean, this isn't a preview of Lovely Intoxicated Predictions coming out later, but um, I think... We're
1: not, we're, not talk- we're not talking about your shit.
4: Given yeah. that, I'm not sure. uh, Given that, um, you know all the names that Gunner has beaten, and you've seen the graphic. I think Gunner's been on a roll for a long time, and I think that's going to continue past this show.
1: Yeah, I asked you. A, I asked you a yes or no question, bro. Yes. Thank you. Now you can thank Damien Saint for allowing this fucking match to happen.
4: Thank you, sir. There we go. Yeah,
5: Good
1: you're man.
4: welcome, kid. Good. Good man. I
1: mean, thoughtful fucking response, but yes or no questions, bro. Let's match! Uh, well, let's
2: go there. Um. Well, we can't think? go backwards,
5: we got us backwards. That's
3: true.
2: Yeah. For the Inter-County T- Championship, last man standing, Rion Skills, was, wh- which I guess his career is on the line against Maximus Orion, the champion.
1: <sighs> uh, Pac-Man, uh, Go ahead. This is a yes or no. So you can go ahead and talk about it. You were in the ring, obviously. Damian Saint was too, during the contract signing last month. Where I mean, realistically, you should thank again, Damian Saint, for making your friend relevant as a as a fucking coat rack. Even even when he doesn't try, he gets fucking people over. Fucking classiness.
5: You know the really sad thing about that? One hundred percent, completely honest. I thought about that right before the show, and that was just a joke for myself. That was nothing for the fans, one hundred percent. That was literally just for my
1: own humor, and the fans stole it for me. God, even even when he doesn't try, he fucking achieves more than most of us can when we fucking even give our hardest. But you were in the ring, you know. Um, you know, fucking uh, Max Missile Ryan probably. Probably not better than, you know, Damien, but a lot better than I do. Tell me, uh, tell me about this match. And why don't you go ahead and remind people the build up of this match?
4: So, pretty much it all started out, um, with Rion skills appreciation night. Um, and that was something Maximus put on for Rion. And, uh, Rion knocked him out, kicked him in the groin, and then knocked him out with his Rolex. Mm-hmm. So, the next show after that, in March, they had to be separated multiple times throughout the night, which led this guy, General Manager Damien Saint, to come out and set the contract signing. Whoa, last whoa, man whoa, 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 I'm going,
1: okay. Go back, go back. Change guy to gentleman when you say this gentleman. This gentleman has, guy. Have some respect for this fucking people. This gentleman guy. No, gentlemen. Gentleman. You can throw classy a in front of it. You don't need to say guy. Guy's disrespectful. It's fucking rude. He's taking time out to come on my show to talk about Rocket Pro Wrestling. You're not going to bastardize this by fucking insulting him without using proper terms to describe who he is. This, this gentleman. 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 Thank you. <laughs> uh, Danny, thank you
5: so much for just an ounce of respect all of you, I never get it.
1: Right. Right, seven seven sold out shows going on eight, right? No, no, eight, eight. sold
5: out, shows going, eight on sold out nine, shows
1: going on nine.
5: Which would be the first time Rocket Pro Wrestling will go a full season of sold out Stanley Room only.
1: Yeah. yeah. Good job, guy. No. I will I will mute you the rest of the show if you keep disrespecting my fucking guest. My buddy, my friend, the classiest guy that I know, gentlemen. Okay, pac hey, so this. Pac-Man. This.
5: Did I ever tell you I used to wrestle? Do you want know me to show you all the things before the next show? No.
3: Oh. Sure.
5: Mm-hmm. I don't mind. I'll do it for free.
4: I'm good. I'm good, gentlemen. Well, Damien Saint. Just
5: want to double check. Can we continue with this? Yeah.
4: Fuck yeah. 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 Um. So, gentlemen, this gentleman, Damien Saint. Thank you. You're welcome. So, he came out and um, set up the contract signing, and LIM set it up, and we um witnessed Maximus O'Ryan telling Rion that if he does not win the inter-county championship and loses in the last man standing match, he must retire, which Rion accepted the terms. But the thing is, Rion, the reason why Rion has been so frustrated this whole time is because he keeps claiming that there are things that he wants to make light of to to Maximus Orion to show him that things are... Going on in RPW, that things aren't necessarily right in RPW and he needed to do something drastic to get his attention. Now, um, we have nothing against Rheon. It's definitely, we definitely have noticed a change in RPW. Um, But, you know, really this is going to be a very intense and personal
1: match that we're going to be seeing this Saturday. Gotcha. The only changes I've seen in Rocket Pro is obviously the growth in fans that show up for the shows. Um, so, I mean, congratulations. i to Rion here. No, that's no, fine. I, I've, I've listened to Rion. Rion came on the show and talked about it. We've heard it on the Power Hour. You know, his thoughts and feelings and everything behind us. Um, I get where he's coming from. I understand... Um, you know, his frustrations and what he believes he sees. I'm not saying what he sees is right or what's wrong. Because I don't know the backs. I don't know the, you know, behind the scenes and stuff that goes on Rocket Pro. I don't deal with the owners. Uh, I'm friends with Damien Sane, But, you know, I don't get into his business just like he doesn't get into mine. And that's a mutual respect we have because we're classy gentlemen like that. And that's undeniable. Um, so if Rion really believes that he needs to go through this match, to prove a point, to prove to everyone that he's seeing something that no one else is willing to acknowledge. I mean, that's great for him. Playing his career on the line. I mean, uh, Damien, let me let me ask you this. Um you started into this business as a wrestler. Uh I don't know outside of Rocket Pro if you have stepped into the ring as of late. Um or if you've been focused more of as an executive role and where you've been going. Um but what's the mindset of somebody who wrestles and suddenly is not wrestling at the moment. Like, what? what is Rion in store for if he loses this match?
5: Rion has been in the ring sooner than I have after I left the square circle. Uh, for me, it's probably been five, six years since I wrestled. Damn. Um, so if I came out right now... I probably have a lot of ring rusts. I I probably would have a lot of problems myself. And, you know, I'm not enough to admit that. I would need some training in the background just to re-up myself, get myself back ready to go. But Rian has been in the ring recently. Rian has gotten the ring rust off. This is a different Rian that we've seen in a long, long, long time. And when
3: this type of re comes around, there's a method to his madness, and there's reasoning to his choices. Now, being around,
5: we talk every once in a while. Mm-hmm. I, I, After the whole contrast sighting, I did try to get a hold of him to kind of talk to him about what he was talking about with the whole, before... Maxis Ryan loses his company. But you know I'll be honest, like, Ryon wasn't fully opening up with me. And that's not fully like Rion, so I'm really interested to see who this Rion is gonna be and what he's capable of. Because I don't think this is a Rion that we really have noticed or seen
1: yet. No, it's uh it's definitely it's definitely a different guy who you know, was doing the curtain thing, going in and out, and you know, going you know, entrance to a more upbeat, happy-go-lucky song and everything. And honestly, I I really want to see what happens in this match. This is probably the one match I'm going to look forward to the most because I want to see this Ryan Russell. I want to see how different he is in the ring. Um And I I don't know the history of I, I've heard the history of him and Maximus Orion. But when it becomes more personal, we've we've seen the the videos of Maximus Orion to Rion. We've heard Rion talk and everything. Obviously, they had the contract signing. Uh, Pac-Man, you're there with your torn pants as your stupid friend just stood there like an idiot in the corner. Um, you know, great way to make an impact in that and very little. But uh, this is going to be the match that I'm looking forward to seeing the most because... I want to see Rion with that championship. Well, oh, cause I've known Rion for a long
2: time, way before mm-hmm. Crash Tested. I was uh-huh. there when he was PCW Heavyweight Champion. And that Rion, um was similar to what we have right now, but not as ruthless and probably not as focused. It seems like ruthless and, and focused have combined and turned him into I don't want to say a monster because he's not a monster he just is definitely different but I've seen part of this before but with the difference coming into it this is going to be something to see and I think it's going to be here for a while and with this whole talk about something going on after having a conversation with him on the power hour and on here, I'm starting to get the vibe that he's talking about. I'm. Yeah. It's very familiar vibes, too. Like, I've been through this before. I just can't put my finger on it yet. But I'm watching.
1: Yeah. Well, I know, like, for, for, a lot of, for a lot of fans, and this is why social media is so important in wrestling today, and I think anyone who wants to be a true wrestling fan of any business really needs to watch what happens on Facebook and show like that because to fans who go to rocket pro wrestling, who don't look at the power out, who don't look at JFW, who doesn't look at, you know, uh, Maximus Orion's, you know, Facebook page and shit, everything that they see in the ring only, it just points to a jealousy that Rayon has for Maximus Orion. And that's not the case. And he's mentioned that for months on multiple shows that this is why he's doing what he's doing. And yes, he, he, he mentioned it in the ring at Rocket Pro, and hopefully people realize that it wasn't just him trying to hide any, any kind of jealousy. That this is more than that. That this is opportunities not given to him. That this is him going to bat and being the guy that Rocket Pro needs him to be. Doing the goofy shit and shit. And this is all before Damien took over. And I think with Damien being there, we, we saw less of that goofy shit going on. You know, I think he mentioned something about like musical chairs or pie contests or some goofy shit yeah, that yeah, you know yeah. that. Yeah.
5: That was me and Rion every intermission. Yeah. We were doing little games. And I people, for that. And at first, you know, it wasn't bad. You know, it's little fucking games, people getting laughs. After you do a season, and every intermission you're doing a silly little game, people yeah. stop taking me seriously.
1: Yeah, and I th- I think that what he's doing now is exactly what he needs to do to show people that that he he's willing to do what he want he could for the business, but he can only go so far. So like I said, this is the match I'm looking forward to seeing. Because because I want to see this re I'm a huge fan of people who have this mentality. Not goofy shit, not people going around you know, doing stupid ass videos about getting in and out of fucking cars or walking in and out of fucking malls or, you know, shit like that. Not naming any fucking names.
4: That's oddly specific.
1: 100%. I hope, I hope you're catching on, idiot. Um, but I, I see Rian walking away with this championship. I don't think his career is over, especially in Rocket Pro Wrestling. So I see him walking away as the new champion.
3: Next match, Nummy. Next match. All right. Come on, Nummy. Spit it out. Come
2: on. Got it. I got it. How about this? A special eight-man tag match.
5: I feel like it's really you... Brady Bunch. just waving over the turtle. Just... As if it's a Brady Bunch episode. Hey, turtle! <laughs> <laughs> Dick. Wave, son of a bitch! Goddamn! Not you. Thank you.
2: Oh, me. Nami. Okay. Oh, I, uh, I, 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 I was looking at my neck.
4: Does that make me Cousin Oliver?
1: <laughs> ah. don't, don't, um, don't ruin the joke, Pac-Man. So we got the
2: idols, which yes. is Johnny Nye, Damian Gray, uh, Daddy Flash Harris, and Kevin Cade um, against Team Turtle, which is, you know, me, Hot Rod Daddy Andy, and the Coyotes. Brooks Berna and Damian Justine, which by the way are new tag team champions, and I am the new Chicagoland champion.
1: True. Well, Nubby, this is your match, so talk to me a little bit about it. How to come uh how to come together. Yeah, girl,
5: this is your match. You know, your your captain. What's your game plan going
1: into this? Yeah. Um Sure. Base, exactly what you're going to do. Um,
2: the biggest thing we're going to do is put the finishing touches on these idols and finally get rid of them. That, that's the main focus here. Our actual strategy and how we're going to do it? Um, can't tell you that. That's a secret.
1: <laughs> is that... Is
3: that yeah, the, um, tell me
5: you don't have a game plan already. If you had a game plan, you would gladly say it.
0: Yeah.
5: But the sit there and go... And our game plan, um, that's a secret. I- I'm sorry, are-, are you a congressman? Are you from Washington, D.C.? Are you related to Ted Cruz or Ron DeSantis? Because that's not like from Ted Cruz or Ron DeSantis action.
2: No, we're better than those fucking people. Fuck all that. Um, <laughs> yeah, I, has, I say I'm a lot. I can't help that. I've noticed that. Basically... Why would I tell anybody what we're going to do, other than beat the holy shit out of them and end them for good?
3: Wow, that was hostile. little bit aggressive. He'd tell you, but he'd had to shell shock you. A little bit aggressive there, buddy.
2: Well, I can't help it. Sometimes something triggers me to be aggressive. I don't know what it is.
1: It is it, an, it's an interesting eight man tag. I mean, obviously, you know, the history between the coyotes and idols, the history between you and the idols, I mean, hell, huh, the history between the idols and everybody, because people can't just be happy for their success, and I get it, you know, their, you know, jealousy, bitterness, whatever. Um, I
5: mean, not just that, but not the interrupt you. Oh, you're fine. But, I mean, if you're really thinking about the idols, and I think we've all seen them online recently, Me and Joey have not really been on the same page. I'm perfectly okay with that. Joey does his own shit. I do my own shit. At least I didn't lose house. But, you look at the fattest idols. You have the former tag team champions, Johnny Nine and Damian Gray. You have the former Skyland champion, Kevin Kane. And then you have L.I.M.'s daddy. Flash Daddy Harris.
4: I love my dad.
1: Shut up.
5: So the the question really is, is do you find a way to divide and conquer? Do you separate Nye and Gray from cave and Flesh? Do you separate Gray from Nye, considering that they are a team together, so they know each other? So that's really the question, is what truly is the game plan of how to eliminate them? Because for all we know, Joey and Roxy could be out there as well.
2: Essentially, putting it as six on four instead. You're all good points. Um, but I, one, know. I said. All. Okay. The one thing I can say is classy fucking genius. Um some some shit already had been in play, and it started last month. If you remember, it was me and Hot Rod Daddy Andy against Damian Gray and Kevin Cade. Damien Gray hit Kevin Cade with the bat. That started the downfall, in my opinion. And now, so you're saying the- Damian
5: Gray was the downfall of the Uh
2: uh hey, you you know what? You're saying it. Maybe I'm, I'm not just asking a
5: question. I'm not saying a single thing. I am asking a question.
1: Yes yeah. or no question, too. Damien no. Gray
5: hit Kevin Kane with the bat, and that's down the downfall of the idols. Those were your words, were they not?
2: My words. Uh, I'll, I own up to it.
5: that you mean that Damien Gray is essentially the focal point of the downfall of the idols. Are you just saying it's the action of Gray
3: hidden Kane? It could be both. Or, wait, or is the downfall, did the downfall
2: start earlier when Flash Harris lost his title?
5: Oh, so now you're saying it's L.A.M.'s daddy's fault.
4: He was very heartbroken about that, I heard. He was. You know, I remember I talked with him about it recently and he said what was I asked him what his first thought was and he went "Ah,
3: oh, damn What I'm saying No, nobody no, no, laughs. laughs. The,
4: the, the what, listeners will laugh.
2: Basically what I'm saying is it, it's been a slow downfall since Flash Harris losing his title but Recently, everything's starting to fall faster. So if you start with Damian Gray hitting Kevin Cade, then you got the tag titles being, you know, moved over to the Coyotes. So essentially they're losing. And then you got Kevin Cade losing to me. It's not like he, it's not like I pinned anybody else. In that match. I pinned Kevin Cade for the title.
3: I outsmarted him. By not letting him hit me with my own weapon. So. Things are already starting to fall apart. Now we just got to put the finishing touches. And by the way.
2: uh Joey Roth is the one saying that. He's the reason for standing room only. Just saying.
5: <laughs> he hasn't been the one marketing or selling goddamn shit and so no, oh no no one gets my fucking credit
1: <clears throat> yeah now there's only one man responsible for standing room only and he's sitting <clears throat> on this conversation
5: but right up here because not to point this out but with all due respect to Joey Roth if he was the reason why we've been eight months in standing in the room. Only, where was that the last four seasons?
0: Oh.
2: True. True. Now, can I add to that? Please, I um, guess. Now, you are actually a witness at IPW. After I beat him for the belt that Joey Roth, um... Not only did he cry, but he vanished from IPW. And then you were there quite a few times after that. You noticed the increase of attendance after he was gone.
5: I did notice that. I I will not deny that.
1: It's undeniable.
5: Damn, you beat me to my fun. (laughs) Nothing against Joey. I think Joey's a great person. I think he's a great personality. I and mean, he knows how to get fans in the building. Nothing against that. Mm-hmm. But don't you dare try to piss in my cheers, because god damn it, I will shit your brownies.
1: There we go. It's going to be an interesting 8-man tag. Um, <clears throat> I mean, obviously you, the Coyotes, have history with the idols. Um, how Rod really doesn't. Um... But, I mean, I know you and Howard are friends. You guys know of each other. You guys tagged with each other before. But, uh, at the same time, it's, it's, it's four guys on your end who's never really teamed together going against the idols who have been pretty close for a bit now. Um, and I get it. You know, we, we've seen some missteps and mishaps in the idols and titles being, you know, taken away by other people and shit like that. I think at the end of the day, if they really like get their shit together and collect themselves, it's going to be a really hard uh, uphill battle for you guys. I wish you all the best. Nubby. you don't get me wrong. You know, I obviously I love to see, you know, pick up wins and take victories and stuff, but I wouldn't count on, you know, the falling of the idols to help you guys win a match. You really need to go in there expecting them to be as solid and as strong as possible. So you don't underestimate them.
5: Do you want to know what I'm kind of curious about?
1: hundred percent, sir.
5: In all this. Because, let's be honest, L.I.M., no, hold on, Turtle, hear me Because L.I.M. does oh, no, I'm them.
1: waving at a bug.
5: Oh, okay, fair enough.
1: Oh, Pac Man, yeah, me too.
5: But, L.I.M. loves Turtle. L.I.M. loves Hot Rod Daddy Andy. But L.I.M. loves their daddy. So, where are other the allegiances? With L. A. M. Do you stand by the talent that you love, and that you love to party with, with Turtle, and Hot Rod Daddy Annie, and all of them? Or do you stand by your
3: father? You know, you're a funny guy.
1: <laughs> who do you, who do you want to win, what you're pack, trying man? to do.
3: I see that's what he's trying to do. But who know, do you
1: I'll, want to win this match? Who's going to win this match? I, I think that's a pretty legit question. Yeah, 100%. Who do you think's going to win this match? That's you gotta a, answer. That's not a yes you, or no you
5: know, Who do you want to win the match? That's what yeah, I, mean, I want.
1: Who do you want? To, who do you want to win this match? Answer it. I'm hanging up on you. Who do you want to win?
5: The
4: fans should. We
1: should all win.
5: No, no, no. This is the fans.
1: No, bro, don't be a fucking he, now.
5: Team Turtle or Team Daddy?
1: Yeah, who's gonna win? Well, wait. Wouldn't the
4: other team also technically could be Team Daddy because Hot Rod Daddy Andy?
1: Answer the question, bro. Who's winning?
5: Are you saying that you prefer Hot Rod Daddy Annie to Flash Harris? Because I can text him right now and let him know that you want to get adopted by Hot Rod Daddy Annie. So which team is it?
1: Yeah, you got, you got a team with two LIM members, or you got a, a team with the LIM Daddy on it. Who do you want to but win? Here's,
4: here's the thing. I know it's, it's, it's tricky. We're in a very tricky position. Well, it's not even a goddamn
5: political yeah. answer, and answer is a simple fucking question. Daddy a hurled.
1: Shit! That's well, a question Danny Pat. and Turtle are on the same team. Technically. That's a good question. I will mute your ass until you give me an answer. You know, it's this a, is what we're
5: the next match before I have an aneurysm.
1: Alright. By the way, we I'm not like
5: L- I want to go spend some time
2: with, so. Me and Pat Array had this talk. So. Also,
1: oh, oh, so he wants you to win.
2: I'm not saying that. It was off oh. the record.
4: It was off the record. Oh. Next I match bet, I, 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 Let's say I've had conversations with all three.
1: Next match, you, nubby. No, uh-huh. Next in match one, nubby.
2: In one post. Next match, Nubby. I'm getting there. Would you shut up for once?
3: Why? Right. It's my show.
2: Well, you're starting to be Next like somebody match, else nubby. we know in interrupting me. Ooh. Jeez. Oh. Host that of another match? show. Host of another show. Oh, Steve.
1: Well, Steve, <sighs> Steve loses control of his shows. Well, I- Next I match, Nubby! I <laughs> don't lose control of my segment! <laughs> Next match! For yeah, let's get, back, let's get
4: back into turdy time. You're being mean to my co-host, Travis. Yeah,
1: yeah you tag, look, away when,
2: look away when you see that shit. Tag Team Gauntlet number one contender match. Ooh. Featuring yeah. the final level of Chris Logan, and Kramar Shave Rocket. The Scumbag Army, which features Tom Heisman, and the debuting of B.O.W. You got Joey Dalton, teaming with Rock and Rivera. Uh, Ewok and Shaq Jordan. And then I saved the best for last, on purpose, for Mr. Saint. The Kings of the Sixth, Skyler Reed and Devin August, of The Undeniable.
1: Has it been? Uh, has it been uh mentioned who's starting the gauntlet out?
5: I haven't decided yet.
1: Gotcha. Which I'm assuming is going to be fair. Anybody was started out.
5: Absolutely. You know, I still got a couple days left. Yeah. I think at the bank access, I might announce it then. Solid. Solid. I think for five dollars. I think that's a nice little announcer
1: that you get. I think that'd be It would encourage people to be at the access to get a idea of what's going on. Me, personally, I would love to see, you know, the final level start out of the match. I think them being one of the first. I, think I, gonna... I
5: wouldn't mind that. I mean, they are the biggest guys in the whole match.
1: 100%. Maybe well, uh... I don't
5: want the fans to think I'm being unfair, so what I think I'm going to do is, over the week, I'm going to put their names in a little hat, and for the next mm, four days, I'll pull one out, and that will start
1: from end to first. So whoever I don't pull out will be
5: starting
1: match. Solid choice. Love I think that that's fair. I love that idea. Super, super fair. <clears throat> it's fair, it's unbiased,
3: it's undeniable. Um, Next match, Novi. Well, um, who's winning? Uh undeniable. There we go. You know why they're gonna win Nubby? Because they're undeniable.
2: Always a method to my madness. Alright. Um I'm I'm conflicted. Um there's there's three more points we gotta make, but let's go with here.
3: Uh the RPW title: Aaron Stone versus Quinn Widock, the champion. Solid fucking match. It's uh, um, I'm not fully happy with how this match has come about, but
5: El Jeffy draws a match. Yeah. I wish Quinn would officially join Undeniable. I have offered to him every damn month. He had not officially Take taken it. it. But... I have faith... that Quinn it will make the right choice. Professionally and personally. Mm-hmm. As far as Aaron Stone goes...
3: Is he extremely talented? Yes.
5: Is he better than I thought he was from when he first started years ago and I saw him training? Yes. Is he smarter in the ring than he was years ago? Yeah, he is. I-, I will admit that. But I still do not believe Aaron Stone is main event quality. So, my choice is
1: Winwick. Yeah, I think I think Quinn's going to retain the title. I mean, granted, I, I've seen matches with Stone. I've seen ma- matches in person of uh, Aaron Stone. He is an aggressive dude. Um, he just, I don't think when it comes to Rock and Pro Wrestling, he makes the right choices. He, you know, he does get involved in other people's business that he shouldn't. Um attacking people with a briefcase and I think is' completely unprofessional and probably shouldn't happen uh from the ch- a title match I mean hey you know like it's 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 gonna be a good match regardless between Quinn and uh stone but <clears throat> i think uh I think stone really has to focus up here and stop worrying about what the undeniable is doing, you know worry about his own business for a change.
5: But, exactly.
1: He's got a title match coming up, so Yeah. he better be focused. But we did see Quinn retain the title against uh Koa and uh Garrison last month. Uh um, um, yeah. you know yep. Joe so, yeah, Yep. So and plus he won the title in I think a fatal of four way, right? Yes. So Dude, uh, dude could, I mean, if he could handle the ring with multiple com- uh, opponents, I have no doubt that he's gonna be able to take care of one opponent one-on-one. So, um I don't think we, I don't, I don't even know if I see an end to uh, Quinn's title ring. I think it is foolish that he hasn't accepted the opportunity to be part of the Undeniable. I mean, why wouldn't you? It's a group full of class and elegance, a group of respect, but, you know, maybe he just has to, you know, give himself a little bit of time to come to the realization that this is the right answer.
5: It, it, it might be that, you know, I, I have literally given the man everything he has wanted since he's gotten the championship. Yep. Just kind just of help push him a little bit and see my reasoning of why I think he's be part undeniable. Mm-hmm. But Quinn Wittick is be Quinn Wittick. So we shall see how...
1: Everything else goes. What do you guys got? Anything you want to add to this match?
4: So I think the interesting part of this match is that both of these gentlemen were part of the Rocket to the Top uh, ladder match earlier this season, uh, which Aaron Stone won, and the next show, Quinn Wittig, won the RPW Championship, and now it just feels like a full circle moment. Um, it's going to be very hard to say who comes out on top in the end um, because I think both guys are evenly matched. You know, Aaron Stone has his skill, but the real X factor, even though it was Benton at the last show by Koa,
3: that crowbar, how does that come into play with the outcome of this match? For me, um, I'm less worried
2: about the crowbar than I am about uh, other people getting involved.
3: Well, Aaron's already in the match, so he's already involved. You know what? I'm going to just.
1: You can speak your mind, Nubby. It's okay.
5: Yeah, speak your mind, Nubby.
1: After all, this is your show too. You're allowed to fucking.
5: You know, this is America. This is free speech. Yeah, I give me you your. And your
1: L.I.M. brother is here to back you up.
3: Remember Shut that.
5: Shut up, Pat. Yeah, L.I.M. brother. Yeah. Which means Flesh
3: Cheris
5: is your brother. Or your uncle.
3: Something like that.
2: I don't know. I don't okay. care. It's all fucked up. Basically, I just hope the undeniable stays out of it. <clears throat> well, the
1: Undeniable is not a part of it. Quinn's not part of the Undeniable yet, so the Undeniable is going to, you know... I have all confidence in the world that it's going to be a clean, fair, right down the middle, one-on-one match.
5: I mean, <laughs> have have seen Undeniable interrupt in any of Gwen's matches? No.
1: Yeah. Not yet. But we've seen them
2: in Aaron Stone's matches.
1: Can't say not
2: yet, man. We've seen it.
1: We haven't haven't seen the world blow up, not yet.
2: We haven't seen that yet, right? No, not yet. See, I mean, it was Ryan Matthews who stole the briefcase. Undeniable. Aaron Stone. Aaron Stone match.
3: Yeah, and what was the outcome of that match? Uh, don't remember. Yeah.
1: Oh, Airstone. Airstone, Airstone, if Aaron Stone would stop focusing on suitcase or briefcases and the goofy shit side and focus on his match in the ring, probably pick up more victories. Well, well I'll be
5: completely honest, and let's put everything on the goddamn table right now. Yeah. If Aaron Stone, when I first came to gentleman, had not come out and had said anything along the lines of, it doesn't matter if it's Jay Beck in charge, it doesn't matter if the shell's in charge, it doesn't matter if, if Damien Sink is in charge, First thing, already disrespected me? Yeah, that's ah, I think I've proved myself more than enough to be one of the best general managers in the Midwest with how I've turned rocket Pro Wrestling around so damn quickly. Yeah. But, but people don't want to care if I'm in charge. People want to judge the former rep before he even really gets a shot to show what he can do as general manager. But hey, w- w- what do I know? It's not like I'm a general manager of a show that has been eight months of stay in the room all the way to half.
1: Yeah. See, I recognize that, and that's why me and Damien are friends, and we get along. Mutual respect, because I acknowledge what he has done for Rock and Roll Wrestling. And then you get other people who are on the other side of this show who want to question his integrity, and I think that's rude. I agree. Right,
3: right. Got your back, brother. Next match,
2: Nubby. Uh, We're going to the next match. Uh, I know what. I'm going to save the last, like, the part that I really want to get to, even though we kind of got some of it out. But, um, yeah, I'll save that for last. So the match, um, the other main event match, Mm -hmm. it's the mixed tag match. Joey Rock, Roxy Hart put their belts on the line, and control of RPW against Steve Arend and Shelley.
3: All uh,
1: right, who wants to start? <laughs> Pac-Man, if you want to start, go for it, man. Tell me tell me your feelings on this.
3: So,
4: I mean, what can I say that hasn't already been said by Rion Skills? This is a match that has been in the making since literally the last show, when after the Idols won the five-on-five match, Steve walked off. And I remember at the beginning of the season, a certain gentleman general manager, I'm not naming names, Damian Saint, uh, made Steve stand for a good chunk of the season. So part of standing room only apparently included Steve. It led to a movement that captivated an entire fan base. Hashtag
5: let Steve sit. You remember this? Wish only L.I.M. cheered. So let's not forget that little tidbit of that. that It was your little corner that was cheering. Let Steve sit. It wasn't the other 250 to 350 people. It wasn't the almost 375 to 400 people. It was your little ragtag ten fuck that was cheering. Let Steve sit.
4: Here's the thing. We believe in following the letter of the law, and you were clearly in violation of OSHA. Let me remind you
5: that he is not a union, and RVW is not a union company. Therefore, it does not mean shit.
4: But in any case, our movement worked because, did you notice, at the end of the season, Steve started to sit. It worked. Did you notice at the end of the season
5: I got tired of dealing with Steve and I passed him off to Joey, and Joey did not enforce a damn thing about don't let Steve sit.
4: So I think he saw the movement that we were doing and he didn't want no part of it. Does Joey Roth fear the LIM? But not that's neither here nor there. Not to quote who.
0: <laughs>
3: How fucking stupid are you?
5: I know four months old smarter than you. Oh my god, man.
4: But in any case.
5: I've seen a dead dog having higher intelligence than you. Oh my shit, Gun. <clears throat> My grandmother has that smart thing and she's been dead
4: for over 40 damn years. But please do oh. So, God. Joey Roth was continuing to raise hell when it came to Steve and Shelley. Roxy started going after Shelley. I remember a few months back, the entire idols unprovoked took Steve And Shelly into the ring, dragged them into the ring, started beating them down. Violating, by the way, violating Joey Roth's restraining order that he had on Steve to boot, to boot. Even after, even before then, where Joey and Steve had (coughs) to hold Roxy
3: and Shelly back from one another. And then it led to
4: the idols calling out Steve and Shelly. Steve and Shelly came to the ring and said, pretty much, if you think that you're so good with those Joey and Roxy titles that you've been carrying around, we'll take those off of you
3: and we'll take control back of the company. They accepted. And now here we are. Wow!
5: Thanks, William Shatner.
3: Can (laughs) I sing (laughs) "Ratchet (laughs) Man" though?
5: What little pauses in between when you say statements? It's a tradition. Maybe one day when I'm old enough and I can have a beer. What? I can do the same thing.
3: What? (laughs) God damn. I mean, all lot lost it's your stuff, senses.
4: Stuff. You know, it's just the natural
5: inclination.
1: <gasps> but maybe I won't do that either. I'll just say later. Nubby, uh, Nubby, what you got to say about
2: this match,
1: man? Um, really, no one saw it
2: coming up until recently. Because, well, I guess. Well, I, maybe I take that back. Maybe it was meant to happen because we know how Steve is. Yeah, and even though he was not in the middle of it technically, when everything started to go down before the Idols took over, they assaulted Bill, they assaulted Shelly, injured Maximus before Kick Sun sixty six last year. Um, and we know Steve; he's gonna protect his friends. Uh-huh. I've been there, done that. Um, and. and Steve used to idolize Joey Roth at at once upon a time. They were broadcast partners up at Chicagoland Championship Wrestling, and they were pretty much kissing each other's ass on commentary. But I think because Joey Roth's ego was so high that Steve just couldn't take it no more. And then seeing Shelly get assaulted the way she was, Steve just had it. Now, some are going to say that he just likes to insert himself into situations because he wants to make himself relevant. I've known him a long time, and he's not that guy. He used to be. I've dealt with the old Steve. But he just wants to protect his friends, and he's going to yeah. protect himself as a man. Um, when it comes to this match... something's going to end, but something's going to start at the same time.
3: Is it going to be the end of Joey Roth and Roxy Hart? I hope so. Because honestly, fuck them.
2: And they could take those titles and shove it up their asses. Treat him. That's it? That's all I
1: got. Cool. Uh, Damien, I want to give my opinion first because I do have a question I want to ask you at the end of it, so if you don't mind, I'd like to go next. Be my guest my friend. Thanks, man. Uh, speaking from experience, uh, I know a lot of times Steve gets his ass kicked by, because of what he says. I'm no different than IPW, I got beat up by the workhorses because I did run my mouth. Actions have consequences. Actions and reactions are a thing. So when you say things to somebody for so long, there comes a point where they're just tired of it. They just get fed up about it. I've listened to the commentary on Rocket Pro Wrestling. You can listen to it on uh, on uh the Rocket Pro Wrestling YouTube channel. The commentary is right there. And every time the Undeniable comes out, there's always a negative statement made by Steve or Shelly. It happens all the time. If I sat here and constantly... Belittled and berated somebody. Eventually, they're going to get annoyed. Eventually, they're going to get upset. Eventually, they're going to get pissed, and then I'm going to see stupid ass videos and pictures of billboards on fucking Facebook. Like, oh, is this you? And you know, weird could have been. Nah, I mean, maybe. Um, but there's going to be a reaction. Now, do I think it was right for Joey and? uh Okay, oh what the hell is her name? Just escaped my not my mind. Roxy, thank you. I, for some reason, I had like Bombshell Shelley in my head, <laughs> but Roxy. I mean, it, maybe maybe it wasn't the best way to go about it, but in retrospect, he did want the restraining order against Steve. He gave it to him in December. Steve wiped his ass with it. He didn't believe in it. He did everything he could to state the fact that this was. Go ahead, go ahead, turtle.
2: Just I just want to talk about that restraining order for yeah, one, one hot sec.
1: Yeah, the only
2: reason that hot, that the restraining order came about is because Joey Roth inserted himself in the Rumble mm-hmm. in September, and because he chose to get in the match, he got eliminated by Steve, and he got injured. Yeah, that is Joey Roth's fault.
1: So sure. fuck that restraining order. Sure, I I I will I I I'll put blame on Joey if that's what happened. That's fine, but the thing is. Doesn't matter why the restraining order exists, the fact is that it existed. And if Steve just respected a legal document that states to stay away from somebody, if he would have done that instead of making it a joke, instead of saying it was a real, this, that, and the other thing, if he would have just stopped bad mouthing the idols, Joy Roth, you know, Roxy or any of them, maybe the things that have happened, like Roxy dragging Shelly into a bathroom at her own birthday party. Or them attacking, you know, both of them in the match. Steve, you know, putting himself between Roxy and Joey, taking that chair shot in the middle of the ring. Granted, I'm happy it it happened for the sense that gave me an opportunity to commentate an RPW main event. So, thank you again, Damien, for that opportunity. I appreciate that. Um, but the thing is, like I said, I, I know, I, I know firsthand that when you run your mouth and you say shit about somebody, it comes to a point where they're going to react. Now, Steve, yes, Steve will fight back. It's, he's an amazing guy for doing so, and he will stick up for his friends. This isn't me trying to belittle Steve in any fucking way. He does <clears throat> step up, and he, he, he accepts the ass kickings he gets for the things he says, but he's also willing to fight himself, you know, defend himself and fight whoever he needs to. My problem with this whole thing is you have Shelly. Who everyone knows who fucking Shelly is in this fucking business. It's been talked about at nausea as nauseum, whatever the fucking word is, um, who she is. For her to get into the ring is something that I don't need to see. It's something that I don't want to see because she could get fucking hurt. Steve at least has a little bit of training. He, he knows a little bit of what what he needs to do. And I heard, yes, Shelly did a little bit of fucking training on her own. But To put her into a ring against Joey and Roxy probably isn't the smartest thing because something could happen. And we want to talk about interference and people getting involved in everything. This match screams interference. It screams that there's going to be an involvement from fucking people. Fucking Cupid from fucking February got his ass handed to him. I'm sure he wants some fucking retribution for what fucking happened. Uh, J-Beck, right? That's his, that's his fucking name? Yes. Um, the dude that came out and helped J-Beck, fucking, I forget his fucking name. Who's the dude? Uh, or who came out and helped Steve when he got his ass kicked? Nuke. 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 Yeah, Nuke. You know, Nuke. <clears throat> um, you know, who knows where they're gonna be during this match? You know, yeah, the idols may be on the outside and everything, but I don't blame the idols for being out there, because the one thing that I don't get, and this is one of the questions I have for you, Damian, um, is... When you look at this match, Steve and Shelley win, what do they get? Control of Rocket Pro and the fucking titles that Rocky that Roxy and uh and Joey fucking hold. But what do they get if they win? Like they they lose everything but gain nothing from this match, and that's the one thing I don't understand why this is even happening. Steve and Steve and Shelley have nothing to lose in this match. They have absolutely nothing to fucking lose. Yeah. So my one question to you is Damien is how hard was it? Because I mean, you know yourself. If, if they, if they lose this match and they get control back, will they keep you on as general manager or will they remove you? Because I mean, from what I wasn't, I was around rocket pro when this happened. Well, I wasn't here when you got appointed, but you were appointed. From the idols winning a tag match, uh what, last summer, something like that, was that correct, last spring? Last night. Okay, so, Will, do, do you believe, again, we got to look at it, eight months in a row of fucking standing room only shows, that's you, that's the general manager of fucking Rocket Pro doing that shit, putting together these matches, promoting the shows, doing this shit. You know they have to look at that, but at the same time, will there be a pettiness from Shelley or Steve or anyone else who is now going to have a newfound control in this business? If Steve fucking, if Steve and Shelley fucking win, but like I said, even if Roxy and them win next month, is just business as usual. Nothing changes. They gain nothing from this match if they win, but they lose everything if they lose, and that's something I don't understand.
3: They do have something to gain, though. If you really think deep down and really think
1: hard about it, okay, Especially I'm willing to listen. Oh, man. Mm-hmm.
5: Extremely proud. If Steve lost after coming to the defense of Shelly, do you not think Joey would bask in that embarrassment? Oh, no, no, of everything that Steve has done. And if it would be in vain.
1: I have no doubt. That both. Shelly,
5: who is still technically one-third of the owner of Rocket for Wrestling, though she has no control over the company except for her accounting right now. Yeah. If she lost, that's a full-blooded Italian woman. Uh-huh. Come on. Failure? That's uh-huh. not acceptable. That's shameful. And that's what Joey and Roxy have to gain with this. It's the emotional torment of publicly humiliating Steve and Shelley. That's what they gain out of it. Yeah. Now, to answer your question of whether if Shelley and Steve do win, is there a little pettiness that may come forth for me, so on and so forth? I mentioned it on Facebook the other day because apparently when Joey was taking over Roll Wrestling, signed my contract, yes. since I'll talk like Pac-Man. <laughs> but Joey did not apparently read the contract. <clears throat> but in that contract, it said I have a two-year guarantee contract that if I'm fired, or I am told to sit home for one show. I can take Rocket for Wrestling the court for every last dime. Because I made sure Schultz threw that little clause in there at the end. I'm glad well, now, Joey missed that one. <laughs> at the end of the day, Joey and Roxy win. Jamie and St. is still in control of the show.
3: That's awesome.
5: Steven Shelley win. Damien Saint is still in control of the show. That's the beauty of this. That's the beauty of this whole show. Nothing affects me. I get to sit there and watch the chaos, watch the carnage, watch the anarchy, and watch the punishment. And while everybody else is running around thinking... Oh, I'm gonna get one up on Damien Saint. Oh, this is gonna affect Damien Saint. Oh, that's gonna get Damien Saint. It won't.
3: Because I'm always gonna be five steps ahead. I'm not Hot Rod.
5: Daddy Andy. Roddy Piper. I'm not gonna play a little game of just when you think you have the answer, I change the question. Just when you think you understand the question, I changed the book.
3: Fucking classy. That's classy shit right there. <clears throat> Some people have to
1: pay for that kind of knowledge. You guys should consider yourselves lucky.
5: Well, I I am considering doing seminars later on in the year, so that may be up in the air. We'll see how things go.
1: Fuck yeah. It's uh it's an interesting uh match. Um <clears throat> I do, uh, I do hope that, uh, you know, no matter the outcome of it, everyone, you know, gets out of it safely, and that has gotta be a uh, a thought in the back of Steve's mind that if something does happen to Shelley, you know, is he responsible for it? Because he has to look out for himself, but he also has to look out for his fucking commentating partner, you know, so there's, I know there's a lot of pressure going into the match, but, uh, I'm definitely eager to see the, uh, the outcome of that and, uh, see what does happen. Now that I know, uh, Damien Saints job is safe regardless of the outcome, a little more calm, a little more, a little more, you know, right, please, my friend. Yeah, I just, I, I was, I was worried at first because I know, I know what kind of person Steve is and I'm starting to learn more about Shelly and everything and, I'd hate for them to have to sit there and think that they can let you go just because they, you know, gain control back. And I don't even know why I keep including Steve. Steve doesn't become fucking, you know, he, he has no control regardless if he wins or loses, but... Not all,
5: yeah. Be it's been kind of humorous of when I'm walking around the locker room lately because everyone has had the same, sentiment, the same mindset of this match of Joey and Rocky versus Shelly and Steve. Mm-hmm. Everyone had the misconception
0: of it was
3: gonna bet Damian Saint. Yeah. Sorry guys. Fuck yeah! Not even <laughs> a factor.
1: All right, that's an that's an exclusive announcement here. Our fucking JFW. It is. Yeah. it is. Fuck yeah! Fuck yeah! Take that, LIM idiots. <clears throat> Take that for an hour. Yeah. he
5: on is Cactus Rack.
1: And we skills. Yeah. yeah. Those three are amazing. said you one more thing. Uh well, I guess
2: but Amy and Sam might have uh answered this, but you're supposed to address the crowd. Um is this what you were going to say, or is there gonna be more to say
3: on Saturday? Can I
2: have
3: a follow on?
1: Shut up, Pac Man!
4: Are you turning the Gila Monster into another inanimate object? Is that what this is about? The who? You know, oh, oh, uh, not acknowledging him. Who? The ooze thing? You know, that was months ago. Now he's the Gila Monster slash coat rack slash apparently. Oh, coat rack, coat rack.
5: Okay, now I know what you're talking about.
4: He acknowledged him. All right, I'll take it.
3: We'll take it.
5: Yeah, a coat rack.
3: What about it? Are you announcing your next inanimate object for him? Am I announcing
5: whether a coat rack is going to stay a coat rack, or whether a coat rack is going to change into another inanimate object? Exactly. What? Do you have a coat rack at your house that changes into a fucking bathtub? Maybe a mirror that becomes like a two-way door.
4: Yeah, you're getting my question.
5: How about a punching bag that's like a Mary Poppins purse? It's like you punch it you call something out of it. No, I don't uh, give a fuck
1: about that. But uh, Turtle does make a good point. Uh, I, I heard there was speculation on there was some kind of announcement you had to make on Saturday. Uh, it was the announcement that you're not going anywhere regardless of the match or is there something additional? No, actually
5: that was to be the announcement. Ooh, nice. But I decided I just spelled
1: here. Ha! God, take that fan access,
3: God! (laughs) All right. Um. So, with that said, um, I'm actually going to probably um
2: put my put my own mouth with this.
3: Okay, Steve.
2: Yep. Because I've been thinking about it. So you you have been a wonderful GM. Now I'm not. Now, I'm not trying to blow smoke up your ass or, you know, start anything. You have been, because you put uh, together great matches, great shows. Fuck what Joey Roth says. But you'd have to be a blind person to not see what's going on with Undeniable. We've seen some of your actions which is not very GM-like.
3: Now, I'm going to try and say this as nice as possible. Maybe it's a little advice. Sometime this week, or maybe at the show on Saturday,
2: talk to Steve, and I want you to ask him this question. What happens when a GM gets
3: too hands-on and becomes too involved and becomes biased? Ask him what happens. How about I don't? How about no? Because I believe I'm showed more success than Steve as a job manager. If, that, if that's how you feel, fine. That's cool.
2: But actions do have consequences. Remember that.
5: Oh, no, I fully understand that. You know, I, I did go to college myself, and I always have understood that for every action, it is an opposite, and equal reaction. But the question is, what was the first action that caused the reaction?
3: Ponder on that one, my friend.
5: Think back at everything. How long have we known each other, Carol? Quite a Mike, how long have we known each other?
2: Um, for a couple of years now,
5: probably about a good four years, where we've seen each other almost once a month. I would say, right?
2: Just about, yeah.
5: Have I ever shown any sign to you of not having the bigger brain, not seeing the bigger picture, not to be that guy to my own home, my, to my own horn? Because I'm legit not trying to for once. But when you have someone like that, what is he supposed to do? Just stand there and say, I'll let the product go wherever it goes and hope for the best. Or do you look at the bigger picture and see what the bigger money payday is and do your best
3: to try and get it there. Now, have I gotten hands-on?
5: Legit, all three of you, have you seen me get hands-on, where I put hands on someone, one time this show?
3: Nope. Arizona's for me. My hands never touched him. <clears throat> Mexico Ryan grabbed me by the throat. I grabbed the microphone. I could have easily had either of them.
5: What the end result could have been? Who knows? That's neither here nor there.
1: It wouldn't have been classic. But
5: just, sorry, Jeff. Let me just keep going, buddy.
1: Don't keep going. You're good.
5: But to ask someone what happens to a general manager when he becomes too hands-on, to a general manager that has not been
3: hands-on. What do you want the answer to be, Mike?
5: I'm sorry, but the question is kind of irrelevant. I get what you're going for. I, I get what you're looking for. And honestly, if I was in your shoes, I'd try to be asking the same freaking questions. But have I touched
3: one person, Mike? No, you haven't. Even as a referee.
5: Unless I was provoked.
3: Well, if we're going to go
2: that route.
5: Oh, but I did explain myself and my reasons.
2: You did. You did. That,
5: that goes right back to action
3: to reaction. Mine was a reaction. It just happened later than it should have. Okay. Yeah, I got I am understanding.
2: So this is the part part where I go back in my shell and I um <laughs> just stay away from it. <sighs> no.
4: Hey Pac- Pac-Man. Yes, Damian Sane.
5: That's how you cut a promo kit. <laughs> Pac
4: Man, you got anything
0: else you
1: want to add to uh Rocket Pro, Fan Access, anything that's going on this Saturday?
4: Um, just come see the lovely intoxicated tailgate. Get in, see, uh, Chet get inducted into LIM. What,
1: what, what is happening at this tailgate? Are you barbecuing okay, okay. putting Like I have hot wife
5: in the other room that I've neglected, and I'm gonna go have some fun later.
1: Take care, sir. I appreciate you coming on.
5: Always a pleasure.
4: Okay, Mr. Saint. Classiness. Fucking classiness.
1: Sure. So um what what's going on at the tailgate? Tell me tell me what's happening at the LIM tailgate.
4: So basically we will be inducting different Rocket Pro Wrestling staff, Chet Gunderson, Chelsea Gunderson, um six people will become full fledged LIM members. There could be honorary inductions. There could be a lot of different things that we have planned that we haven't exactly announced yet. But it will be hosted by myself and the one and the only Tony Gabagool.
1: No giggle, Monster?
4: Well, the rest of the Lim will be in attendance doing different things during the time that we have, so... We will all be present.
1: Who, who's all of you?
4: So it'll be myself, Tony Gabagool hosting, the Gila Monster, Double J, and Tricky Nicky. So it'll be the main what? five LIM guys. God.
3: Well,
1: at least you said main five. It's unfortunate it didn't include Turtle in your group, but that's yeah,
4: cool. Well, there is the wrestler wing of LIM. That's Hot Rod, Daddy, Andy, and Turtle, who are both invited to the lovely
3: intoxicated tailgate. Of course I am. (laughs) Travis, you're also invited
4: as well. And if you want to become honorary LIM, you know, break some bread. You know, fly some doves over St. Joe's Park. Get a little piece between our two. Factions. I mean, that option remains open to you.
3: You've had me on three show, three <clears two throat> shows. The least I can do. I didn't have you on anything. I invited my guest. <clears throat> this is a this is a this is a, a
1: proof of trust that I have in Nubby. And even though he keeps bringing the stray dog into the fucking house, I, I gotta let my brother in. You know, I'm just I'm just a good-hearted fucking person. Daddy would have told
2: me I would have been grounded if I didn't let the brother on. So,
1: <laughs> now we got anything else to add, uh about Rocket Pro this Saturday?
2: Uh No, just um be there. Fan access starts at noon. Uh If you're gonna be there, fan access and the show. Um, it's $25 for the front row, and then 20 for for um, General Mission. Um, if you're not going to be at Fan Access, it will be at the show. It's regular ticket prices. Front row is 20 General Mission is 15
1: I probably should have asked Damien before he got off, but Fan Access isn't only in that one little section uh, in the entrance, right? I think it'll be outside, actually.
2: It'll be all outside. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Different parts of the place.
1: Gotcha. Well, because I, I was thinking about everything because I'm not sure what the weather's like this weekend, and I know they got that little corridor place where people set up their merchants, And like, I hope to God they don't plan to have fan access in that little small room. No, it's supposed so. to be outside.
4: So. It would be hard to throw water balloons at No Coast indoors.
1: Well. I'll see if I feel like putting pants on Saturday and showing up. Like I said, I haven't really 100% decided. Uh, i got to discuss more things with Damien Saint and figure out what's going on. But um, Yeah. um, Well, Damien's not here anymore, but I do appreciate him taking the time out to come on here. Pac-Man, thank you uh, for being a guest of this show once again.
4: My pleasure. Anytime.
1: wasn't horrible.
4: If that uh, that means anything to you, I don't have anybody to high five this week. But if uh, I did,
2: they would not have. You don't self high five. Okay, I'll give DDP, you an air high five, Nubby.
1: Oh DDP, bro, self Nubby, self high five, bro. <laughs> Fuck yeah! <laughs> oh. <laughs> Tell people where they can find you on Facebook, bro. Well, I guess <laughs> on social media in general.
4: So you can find us at the lovely Intoxicated Men, Rocket Pro Wrestling Super Fans on Facebook. Again, we need nine more likes to hit 200. And we need those nine more likes before the end of Kicks on 66. May 7th, we will have a major announcement, so long as we get 200 likes by the end of the show. We also have... TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, we underscore R underscore the underscore L I M. And last but not least, if you, we're on Tinder. So if you see one of us on
3: Tinder, swipe right. I don't think if I was on Tinder, I'd be looking for you. Well,
2: you know, for, you know, if. I get what you're saying. You know what I'm saying.
4: Sh-
1: what was that, what was the, when was the last time you looked at the lim page, bro?
4: The last time I looked was before we got on.
1: You're at 202 right now.
4: Give me a second. Because we have 200, I know we have over 200 followers. But we also need 200 likes as well. Yeah, 210 follow, 191 likes.
1: No, I was fucking with you. Stupid. He, 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 made, he made you look.
2: You fucking bastard.
1: <laughs> <sighs> well, thank you for coming on. I do appreciate it. God Guys, um, check out social media. See, uh, see what people with ambition try to do, I guess. Uh, it's, it's not, not any worse than fucking Santino, I'll tell you that much.
3: Yeah, he set the bar pretty fucking low, so. Sometimes I look (laughs) at those and I go, for fuck's
4: sake,
1: Santino. Oh, no, that's every time. (laughs) Make sure you guys go over and like uh, the LIM on Facebook so we can see what this announcement is so I can talk about how much we can care less about it. Uh, just cause that's what I do apparently. Make sure you follow us on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter, just by searching Just Freak Wrestling or the jf podcast. And you can listen to our show wherever you find your podcast, whether it be iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Podbean, Player FM, you can ask your Alexa fucking dot thing at home, uh, uh, just search it. Uh, wherever you do listen, make sure you subscribe, make sure you rate, review us and everything, cause it does help us all out. Nobody that's all I got.
2: I think we can ring the bell on this episode.
1: Perfect! As
2: always, I am Travis Dick. I am Nubby the Amazing Turtle Cowabunga. I don't know how to my name
4: And I am
1: PX, and that's the way the news goes. And thank you for listening to another episode of Just Regressing, the JFW
3: Podcast.